0: Hi everybody, this is Dr. Eric Quorum, founder of AIM-7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Today, I'm joined by Damon West and Stephen Mackey to discuss their book, The Locker Room, how great teams heal hurt, overcome adversity, and build unity. If you're a coach or you lead a team of any kind, you'll find the next few episodes to be very practical and applicable to building a strong culture, uniting an organization and leading through adversity. Today, Damon and Stephen break down the six principles that every locker room and team needs to thrive. By the way, if you don't know, Damon is a repeat guest on The Blueprint, and if you haven't heard his amazing story for how he went from a convicted felon sentenced to life in prison to being an author, speaker, and social justice advocate, you have to check it out. It's episode 52, and I'll put a link in the show notes. Also, please bear with my audio today. We had a few issues, but the good thing is about 95% of these two episodes are these two amazing folks talking, and I'm just prodding and asking a few questions. But now, it's time to lean in, learn from the best damon steven it's a pleasure to have you guys on the blueprint today i love the book the locker room i think the timing for our culture right now and for what's going on in america and really our world it it couldn't be better so i just want to ask why does america need a locker room right now
1: yeah, you know, appreciate you having us on. You know, America needs a locker room because the miracle of a locker room, what happens in that special place, is that people from all different backgrounds, with all different histories and hurts and hang ups, they all come together for a common goal. They make these commitments, and these commitments allow them to view their differences, of uh, their diversity, not as an obstacle to be overcome but as their very strength to overcome obstacles. And when we see that in the locker room and we look across our country and go, man, there is almost no place where people who are different come together for a common goal. And we just believe that if America had a place like a locker room, where we could make some common commitments, have a common standing and a common starting place, that we could become that which we as a nation can become. Damon, you got any thoughts on that? Yeah, so I do have some thoughts on that, Eric. And and
2: when Stephen and I wrote the book, The Locker Room, we looked at where America was right now, and we're like, you know what? Sports is this great dynamic in this country. Sports has the power to bring people together like nothing else can. And and we look at the history of this country and our history with sports. Sports always seems to get there first, Eric. I mean, it it is true. Mm -hmm. Like, before there was Martin Luther King Jr., there was Jackie Robinson. And before you integrated lunch counters in this country... Well, you integrated locker rooms. Sports has the power to unite people like nothing else can. Because like Stephen said, you have these shared goals, these shared values. Your success is my success. And the locker room of a team that wins championships has these characteristics. And look, we live in the greatest country in the history of the world, Eric. We all I mean, I know we're all very, very much patriots. The only thing greater than our country is our country's potential. And our potential Mm -hmm. to be better... Well, we have a lot of room there to work, and this is where we think the locker room can help us get
1: there.
0: You know, I've been on sports teams. We've all probably been on sports teams. You have a common goal, right? And then you can create an identity, or like in the book you had the six pillars, right? You have core values that align with what it's going to take to achieve that goal. What do you see as being that uniting goal as a society, and how do we create an identity together so that we can – really see each other for who we are as 3D people, you know, with different stories. And I would love to get your thoughts on that.
1: You know, I think about, you know, with a team, you have these core values. In the book, we talk about the six pillars, tough people win, integrity over everything, growth follows belief, excellence everywhere, relentless effort, service before self, that these are ideas that... Individuals who are different can come together and say, Yep, we're gonna be behind that, and I'm gonna bring the best of me in service of the best of you through these things. And what that shows us is that we can be united without being uniform. That we don't have to have we don't have to look the same, we don't have to think the exact same, but we can work towards a common goal. And I think as a country, no one wants No No one wants to uh, harm other people, to devalue other people. No one wants America to go backwards. We want to move forward. Sometimes there are differences in agreement on how we do that, but when we come to a place where we can say, you know what, we're in this together. We want the best for our kids. We want the best for those who are most vulnerable. Well, we can sit and say, okay, how can I bring my best in service of that goal? And then we begin to work together. And and I know it sounds high and lofty. It sounds like a, a up in the cloud idea, but that's why I think the locker room in sports is so important because it shows us that it can be done. And if it can be done in small, then we take those small steps and, and each of those small steps add up to making some real big change. Now, Stephen,
0: I know that you work across, would you say, a thousand campuses in the state of Texas? How are you doing this in high schools, junior highs, wherever? How are you doing this when the kids
1: aren't on a sports team? The, the bulk of, of my work is with athletic teams, and so uh, okay. 90, 98% of the teams that in the programs I work with are, are athletics. That said, the work that, that we're doing is to really teach the importance and the power of a great character, that uh, mm. your character matters, and teaching the six pillars in age-appropriate and stage-appropriate ways to lay a foundation a firm foundation of great character for students to build their life upon. And, and what's amazing about building that foundation is that when you're a person of integrity and, and you, you make a commitment to someone, it doesn't matter how difficult it is to keep your word because you're a person of integrity. Well, you, you'll do what it takes to keep your word mm-hmm. and just, just these foundational things, service before self to go in a world that's quick to climb over others to gain to get their own gain to say no we we want to raise up a generation of people who are quick to serve others and recognize that by lifting others up that's the only way you really rise you know those things i think are going to make a long-term impact
0: damon you do a lot of work in the corporate world you're obviously in a lot of high-profile universities speaking to football teams and such how are you seeing this message translating to the corporate world where most people are? You know, sports is a transient part of a lot of people's lives in high school, but where are you seeing this translating over in the corporate side of things?
2: Yeah, you know, corporations, especially, they're, they're teams. Everything is about a team. You know, whatever you work for a company, you're part of a team, and every team has culture. And whether or not you know what your culture is, you have culture. And, and really, mm-hmm. if you don't, if you can't identify what your culture is and your core values, then you don't have a good culture. And and I see that in corporations, they want to be like sports teams that win championships and they create these cultures and these core values around everything they want to do. And I've seen a lot of response to our book, The Locker Room, from corporations. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, listen, this is great stuff, especially that six-pillar stuff that y'all talk about in there. Because those six-pillar core values that Steven rattled off or you know, tough people win integrity over everything. These are the things that make or break a company, a group, a team, or organization, because these values, these six principles are ones that every group, a team in order to execute. I- I'll give you an example, Eric. When I go and speak to these corporations, I, tr- I try to ask them, hey, give me your core values. Let me plug your core values into my presentation so I can help personalize what I'm about to bring in front of your people. And I'm gonna tell you, those six pillars, they cover every single company, group, team, organization I've ever spoken to fall into those six pillars and, and so when we put this into the book we want people to have the blueprint for success and in order to have that success you have to be willing to put in the work and I think the book helps people get there and especially the study guide that goes with the book now it helps you break it down even more and we're seeing tremendous success I mean it became a Wall Street Journal bestseller the first week out that it came out and it was just like Stephen and I are like wow that just happened but People from across America have picked it up. And I'm talking about people on the far left, people on the far right. They see that these two core ingredients inside this book, humility and grace, are what's going to get us there in the end.
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting is you go to a great it's you go to these great organizations, the ones that last, the ones that endure, the ones that have a strong corporate culture do have core values. I have a hard time thinking of a Fortune 100 company that's been around for a while that doesn't have some type of core tenants that they select people by. They hold each other accountable by they evaluate the way that they communicate. And it's almost like our society needs some ground rules for how we love and treat each other. And because... You know, and the great thing about having, I think, a team within a company or a team within a locker room is that those ground rules should be laid down. And then everybody can do that within their own families. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where I see, like, I'm reading through this. I'm like, moms and dads need to be sitting down and going, hey, what are our pillars? How are we going to love and serve each other? And then how are we going to extend this to our neighbors? Extend this to people that don't look, pray, or love like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that are different than us because that's going to get to what we're going to talk about on our next episode is grace and humility but i strongly recommend people pick up the book we're going to put a link in the show notes it's a quick read but it's a very powerful read you're going to find yourself reading this going yep that's me yep i've been there i've seen that did i keep my mouth shut did i say something did i stand up so i just want to applaud you guys on just doing a phenomenal job on making something that can be very difficult very digestible for a lot of people
1: Thank you. Well, thank you so much, man. We really appreciate it. It's a gift to get to be here and talk about it. And uh, you know, we're fired up. And, and in the book, we just we we lay out that you don't have to be an athlete for the locker room message to apply to you. That a locker room can happen between two family members, that a locker room can happen in a small business or a large corporation, that that really the locker room can happen anywhere people are willing to make the commitments we lay out in the book and work towards a goal that's bigger than themselves, bringing the best of them. For the best of someone else.
0: Thanks again for listening to the Blueprint Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's show and you want to support us, please consider leaving us a comment and review in the Apple Podcast app. This is one of the best ways that you can help us get discovered. And so the message of the Blueprint can reach
1: more folks. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.